0: Hey guys, what's up? This is Chris Chavez, co-host of History Creeps, Hardly Kayfabe, and Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. Normally, you'd hear a bumper for the network right about now. Instead, I wanted to take a moment to ask a favor. If you've ever listened to many of our shows on the network, you've heard us talk about a place that has quickly established itself as a staple of downtown Buffalo over the past couple of years. Mizuta Chow's is a Japanese-themed bar-slash-restaurant-slash-retro-80s arcade that features amazing Japanese-inspired street food, top-shelf drinks, and a glittery pink staircase that has become one of Buffalo's most popular Instagram selfie destinations. Like many other establishments around the country, Mizuta Chow's was forced to shut their doors and lay off their staff when the COVID pandemic hit. At first, they didn't let that stop them from helping the community. For weeks, Johnny Chow and his partner, Christy, along with a number of other Chow's employees, worked to feed essential workers on the front lines treating those affected by the virus. They organized pop-up drive through grocery supply stores for anyone who needed essential items. The crew at Mazuda Chow's has worked tirelessly to support the community during this rough time. Now, we here at the network want to help show our appreciation for an establishment that has proven what it means to be a neighbor in the 716. Recently, a GoFundMe was set up to try to raise money to help Mizzuta Chow's pay employees, bills, and ensure that when it's safe to, they can open their doors to the good people of Buffalo and Western New York. I know things are rough everywhere, but if you are able to, please consider donating to the Mizuda Chow's Relief Fund on GoFundMe. Every bit helps. You can also find a link at bicbp-radio.com. Thanks for listening and supporting the network. Now on with your show.
1: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the kick pod and as usual i am your host tj williams giving you the insider of my experience and opinions of martial arts and this week's episode is reflecting it toward being an instructor or becoming an instructor all right my journey started before i was even a cry instructor or even a black belt i was an assistant for another instructor and I guess being in a system was easy for me because I didn't have I didn't have to teach and I was petrified to teach on my own even at the times I refused to sub for other instructors teach teaching or talking in front of people to definitely talking in front of people wasn't my best attributes because I had attention deficit hyperactivity disorder and the fact I wasn't a straight A student in school however I was a dedicated dedicated enough to not quit and I had the willpower to keep going and that's when I told myself enough being scared I mean these kids are going through going the wrong direction with their lives they need help so I took it upon myself and did my own class All right Oh. Just a uh, Just a couple of things um, Well just to uh, give you a hit Insider of what's it like being an instructor You know it's more than just Teaching It's And getting paid for it You're basically creating a team And when you think about it It's, it's like a sports uh, Somewhat I mean you have a team and you're the coach and your job is to get them ready for ready for the game. So basically your it's like your responsibility is as an instructor, you're coaching your students. And with great power comes great responsibility. That's always been the same for superheroes. So basically as a coach or an instructor or even a mentor, your job is to be the hero to that stu- to that student, that person. All right So basically there's certain responsibilities as a, for instructor. One, train your team or train your class. So teaching, teaching them what they need to know and how to do it right with maximum results. You know you're, you don't just tell them what the technique is, you're, you show them what the steps necessary that needed lead into the end results. So basically, in this case, like if i was teaching, uh, my students um how to do a front kick, I mean I wouldn't just definitely tell them that to, to, to do the front kick, I'll just show them what it what what it looks like, and what you, what what you need to do to throw the techniques. Well, definitely what what the weapon of the kick that you need to do with the target. So it's more than just teaching. You just gotta really guide them in the right direction. You know teaching the same things many many times is necessary because the more times the more mental and as well as physical results I mean really you can't just do things just once you just gotta go go through things more than once because you know if you do it once they're gonna forget at least if you do it like three or four times in the class then they'll probably remember for the next class and therefore they can at least train on their own at home. Yeah. You know, another thing is if your responsibility as an instructor is to be there for your team. Especially with kids, a coach, teacher should be dependable, always there for their army and ready to go by all means. I mean a teacher or an instructor should be there before there aren't before there's any of their class or any of their students are there usually I say like an hour an hour and a half before lessons usually I'm there all dressed in uniform look I get ready for my students to arrive you know really the one thing I don't want to do is be late especially with my full time job you know it's it's real stressful when you have a full time job that's so demanding and they want you to stay extra time Despite that you have a class to teach and it's really sometimes it's at my expense what I have to stay like extra time and I had to rush to get to class on time to be there ready and for my students. So, but that's, that's the thing you want to be ready before your students are even, even there for a class. I mean, and the one thing you want to do with your students never leave. Any soldiers or any students behind struggle is necessary as, as they all, as we all do. We do have a lot of necessary struggles because learning is a game changer. You know, with every instructor who teaches, you know, a thousand mistakes can be made before you can actually get something right. You know, there's the same from Bruce Lee. Yeah. Like I said, I think I said this before. I fear not the man that throws a thousand kicks once. But I fear the man that does one kick a thousand times. I mean, that's the thing you want to do. No matter how many mistakes you make in one technique, your goal is to make sure you become familiar with that technique. And be able to get strong with it. And another thing that you want to do as an instructor always advertise yourself every time of every day you're on stage talking to people making sure they feel comfortable to 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 talk to you i mean a kid's biggest fear is when they can't talk to you because you can't talk to you because you yell at them I mean, really one thing I try not to do as an instructor is to all kids. I mean, I want to make sure that they're comfortable talking to me if they have a problem. I mean, that's the one thing, you know, thing that kind of um, gets me going crazy is, um, you know, kids, they goof off sometimes. And I know that's part of a kid's life. You know, they don't know any better. And you know, you have to, cannot be hard on them. You know, otherwise, you know, they're going to be too afraid to ask you for help. that's the thing people should at least be careful what they do when they're around kids I know it's sometimes it's irritating but just remember we were all kids once and we get to get on people's nerves and definitely one thing is after every session you ask the students if they have any questions or concerns you want to make sure you review for them that they so they can understand because if you want them to be great at their techniques do the best that they can be you got to make sure they know the answers and usually what i do for my class is is i ask them questions like what do you hit with i mean why do we do this i mean i want to make sure they know the answer so i don't have to keep repeating myself i mean i want to make sure they are knowledgeable so I'm going to ask them the same questions every time when I'm doing, when I'm going over something. Right. And the one thing about advertising yourself is gain people's trust. The worst thing you want to do is play with other people's trust. You know, people trust you to do the right thing. I mean, that's part of um, integrity. That's part of our principle where I'm, what the Christ doing. I'm at is your, your integrity makes a big difference in, in people's lives kids and adults alike I mean they're there to do to uh, they're 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 those who do greater than others of course however it's a team effort that wins the game now let's let your army know let your let your students know there's no favoritism or nepotism everyone's effort matters Big or small, but effort gets better by the size of a penny. You know, that's. Yeah, it's like really, you know, you're at the size of a penny. You know, that's why I say, you know, you always lose by the size of a penny, you always win, you always get better. That's pretty much your effort. A size of a penny. It doesn't have to be the, s- the size. It has to be eight. Doesn't have to be eight feet tall. And so, everyday work should be the size of a penny, kids and adults alike. Even though adults' work is much larger than the work of a child, the work of a kid. I mean, a kid is born. The one thing, the only thing a baby can do is cry. Basically, your effort, trust, mental and physical ability is baby steps as small as a penny. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. That's one thing you want to do with your students and your team is that you want to know that getting better is only just little, just little pieces, little baby steps. And another thing as an instructor is to train yourself. I mean, train yourself the to, to greatness. Make, make an everyday adjustment to yourself. you know after every class, every session, review your notes, your agenda, see what works for your art, for your students and what's, what and what not. And what doesn't work for your students you kindly adjust to something that is less stressful for you and your students. Something that your students can do, something that you and your students could do, therefore they can get better you know, less is more you know, that's always been the same it's all about the context of your character positive attitude every time I mean, you want to make sure you look good for yourself as well as your students you know, know, definitely watch how others, well one thing to get better to train yourself is watch how others teach you know I go in there, sometimes I watch other instructors teach and see how their methods are to mine. And you know, I don't exactly have to copy what, they, what they teach, but at least kind of modified my teaching methods and kind of blend their teaching methods in mine, so they would know how to, so my students could do better. You know, different methods help others learn. You know, instructors have their own way of teaching and bearing their students. Some, meth- some methods reach out to them f- for the better understanding of the material. But one thing to be careful with is when working with children, the things that we say, one, the things that we say, one wrong thing could devastate their hopes of training instead of telling a student that they need to focus. You know, to tell them something like, you're doing good. Your focus is off a bit, but you can overcome that. You just need to see that your target and keep your eye on it. I mean, note, one thing to deal with when you're teaching is disabilities. You know, mental and physical disabilities, you know, with attention deficit and hyperactivity disorder, ADD, Asperger's, autism. You know, people had their physical disability, but, you know, definitely disabilities you can't outgrow, but you can overcome it. It takes a lot of work for students that struggle with disability, but your goal is to help them realize that things that hold them from learning is not unlimited. You know, there's you got limitations to your ability, but you can go beyond that. And, you know, limitation is nothing when you believe in yourself. You know, that's the thing with me. You know, I had the limitation of not to teach in front of people and not to talk. So I definitely build up my um, my ability to talk in front of people. You know, that's why I was an assistant instructor. You know, if I have something in my mind, and I kind of express it. You know, I don't express it in a long time. I just do what I can. And, you know... It's all just about believing yourself and not letting your your disability get ahead of you. I mean, if you want to get ahead of this world, you got to be hungry. I mean, that's what Les Brown once said. You know, you if you haven't heard of Les Browns, you know he says a speech about being hungry. You know, he was, of course, labeled as, as educates mentally retarded, which is ridiculous. You know, you don't people's opinion about you doesn't have to be your reality that's what he says All right. <clears throat> and and, uh, and just to give you um just to give you like a my like karate instructor perspective of me um being a karate I've been a karate instructor since 2014 of course I've been a black belt since 2004. I really didn't teach my own class until 2014. It's like I had to build up my courage to actually teach. You know, it's it's, it's a, almost a 10-year 10 10-year 10 wait. You know, I'd done like subclasses, but you know, I was really I failed at the attempt. I didn't like to teach, but you no, know, it's a challenge. Be creative, but you gotta be creative of teaching a, a class with kids. You know, it's not. Is not to teach them too much information to kids, but however, I offer life skills, simple organizing. You know, with kids as young as five, you know it takes a lot of understanding for them to do a do the right thing, and it gets me ready to move up to rank. You know, it kind of gets me ready to move up at ranks. You know, currently I'm a fourth degree. You know, when I started teaching, I was of uh, a second degree, and that pretty much built my hopes to go for fourth degree, or no, not third degree, and then, of course, I moved up to fourth degree, you know, I enjoy teaching now than I did years ago, because, you know, one thing, you know, I'm out there helping helping the society out, you know, too many of these kids are going the wrong direction, you know, too many people I know are going down the wrong path, they're either going in jail, or they're they end up dead in the street and then just it, this, it just gets to me. So I have to at least do something with these kids to make them realize that they have a choice. You know, you choose. You want to be out doing great things or you want to bring your life down and end up going down the wrong path and something bad happens to you. I mean, really. And I take good pride of being an instructor. And, you know, it's I don't f- fear of asking for help. You know, if I know if I'm struggling or if I need advice, then I will go, like, ask for help. You know, it's always good to really seek help, either from other instructors, even if they're low rank. You know, really, there's a lot of great instructors at where I teach. It's just I wish people would would just actually take the chance to realize it and not be afraid to talk. I mean, really get, get to know what their child is learning. I mean, that's the thing with parents. And uh, one thing I wish the parents would actually take the time to watch their kids progress and not just drop them off. And then I know we have priorities and we want to at least have time away from our kids. But you know, the kids are our future and you want to see them progress. You don't want to think that you're neglecting them. You know, just take the time to watch a class see how good they doing i mean i know usually parenting is just stressful but you know your kids need you and as well as you need your kids all right and definitely your kids could be your hero one these days when you really need their help now going on to another instructor well definitely when i'm talking about i'm not talking about cry instructor in general, I'm talking about pretty much any type of instructor, and mostly my other side of being an instructor is being a fitness instructor. You know, really, and it was around two thousand nine when um I started getting, started really taking pride in getting in shape, like going to gym constantly on a cardio machine, dropping from like two two hundred and thirty pounds to like one hundred and eighty. Of course, I gained my weight back, but at least with, with at least with the weight I gain is mostly muscle and I mean I don't feel like I was when I was like 233 you know I eat more healthier and you know I, I eat a lot nevertheless but you know I eat more healthier food just more vegetables more protein and really getting acquainted with fitness so but to enhance my fitness journey um, I became a Fitness instructor back in two thousand sixteen, and it was around a month from now, like four years ago. I decided to go go um do initial training for body combat. List Mills body combat. If you're not familiar with that, um, List Mills is a I think an exercise company that um ex- introduced different exercise programs, of course like body combat, body pump, body flow uh was it um see the uh, I think I forgot the name. It's like I know it's a core class and there's a body attack, but mostly I do body combat because it's it has like the martial arts um it's a martial arts based um exercise program. You know, that's it's a real great um like training tool, you know, one thing is not very good with choreograph. So that's why I I love this class so much And of course um, As like I've spent like at least almost A year being a Body combat instructor Until um, It was like Like months later The gym that I was teaching at Was changing into another gym called Crunch Which don't teach Les Mills class They do their own brand of classes And um The one thing that really That I hated was um the fact that um you had to become an AFA instructor to teach classes, and that was a real wreck. I prefer the List Mills training over AFA. I mean, with AFA you had to play, do an online course, which is a lot of money, and from there you had to do an online test, which was modern, I mean, you had to do like a, I think a hundred question multiple choice, that was um. Well, you know, I get past with flying colors because I was studying. It's like I was going back to school. And of course, you had to take a CPR course. I mean, definitely that's real important because you never know if somebody passes out in class and you would got to know what to do, how to revive them until real help comes. You know, it's real important that as a fitness instructor, it's like you want to make sure the safety of your Safety of your class is a big must. You have to really be concerned of the safety. You know, that's why I tell my participants, um, you go at the level that you're comfortable with. There's going to be level changes. So if you just want to go low intensity or low impact throughout the whole class, you know, that's up to you. It's based on your fitness level, on your limitations. You know, you really got to listen to your body out there. And that's really the great thing about... Um, uh, the what I'm doing fitness classes, you know, definitely when I did um body combat, I made a killing like I think there was like four or five different world gym locations, and I pretty much made an impact of all in all of them. And You know, really, I think the main thing because I when I do my jumping knees, I almost go to the ceiling, and you know, I'm that's why I love body combat, I just love teaching it, you know, currently. I originally I was teaching it at um, a, a university they had it for a while and then of course they stopped buying the pro the license for list mills so I'm pretty much been doing my own workouts there and uh, <laughs> excuse me um, and also um well actually I found a, a place out in um, 40 minutes from where I live in, um in East Aurora that um, does um body combat or list mills it was um it's owned by another um f- another instructor that used to teach at world gym in Niagara falls so um, she moved in um east Aurora and then she decided to open this um training f- or this um fitness center i mean it's pretty small but really um you pretty much if you're just teaching classes you just don't need equipment you don't need the uh, machines or treadmills just you need like uh, just a nice good fitness class. I really enjoy um waking up on a Saturday morning, just making that drive down to East Aurora and just um, teaching. You know, it's a, it's a lot of miles, but you know it's worth it. It's worth the time, worth the money. You know, that's one thing that I greatly love about um being an instructor. like one thing you don't have an excuse of not going to the gym. You know you're there to teach. You're getting work out as well. As well, you're you're the you're the sergeant You're the sergeant, and you got to at least show them why that you're worth being the instructor. Okay, so in conclusion, um, I hope who's hope who's listening to this podcast episode are thinking about being an instructor or a teacher or a coach. Anything that you can do to keep people in line or on the right track. You know, we can't keep losing these kids to the bad influence of drugs, violence and the wrong crowd. And, you know, hopefully people out there are willing to take the time to really find something to do with themselves during this coronavirus, some lockdown. I mean at least learn what your kids are doing. I mean, I know schools are closed down. At least let them be interested in still still learning, and you know, really for those that were supposed to graduate this year, of course, this this year marks the 15 year I graduated high school. I mean, I would like to have a 20 year you reunion sometime, like in five years and twenty twenty five. I mean, the, I, the last um, reunion I had was back in 2015. You know, it wasn't very big, but at least it was good to see everybody. I mean, growing up after, for, for the past 10 years, you know, it, that was fun. And um, I just hope everybody's feeling good out there, staying safe, at least keeping active. Of course, like I said, I did, I did my run outside this, this evening. At least get get my keep myself in shape you know i'm, I'm still still a little sore I'm just, that's why i'm yawning i'm a little tired so i got to at least kids i'll be oh oh see? oh see i'm just yawning so i better close this up so that's it for the kick pod and tune in to my previous episodes on the bicbp radio.com apple podcast and on spotify yeah have a good one and see you next week for another episode
0: You hear any new podcasts lately? Uh, yeah, I have. Like what? retroblist You had that ready to go. like Almost like you knew I was going to ask you this. I sort of kind of did. It was like an ESP feeling. What's Retro Blist is a retro video game podcast presented by Johnny and Trevor, where they talk about everything from retro gaming, retro consoles, they each week review a different video game that they have played uh majority of the time it is retro like on the actual console itself from sega dreamcast to Super nintendos to um i think they recently started playing on a nintendo switch where can i find this podcast uh you can find it at bicbp-radio.com sweet